So let's let's first start chatting. Suns swept Denver last night. Okay. Uh, Joker, the big story for me, I guess, in that game. Besides the Suns playing really good basketball and uh, kind of the classic format that we'll talk about in a bit, um, the Joker, Jokic, the MVP of the league, getting ejected from the game as a flagrant two. Um, I want to hear your take on the on the play. Um, yeah, let's get your take first before I even weigh in on it. It's You know, you're going to get tired of me saying this kind of stuff. But I'm really serious. If it was LeBron, he wouldn't be ejected. And I think the stars, especially the MVP, needs to have some leeway. Start getting the calls that everyone gets. You know, however you need to do that, you need to give these guys calls. Was it a violent play? Was it an aggressive foul? Of course. Um, it probably should have been a flagrant one not a two. Um, and, you know, like me watching basketball back in the day, I know you're tired of me talking like this. It's just a hard foul. This is the MVP, you know, and the team is going to get swept. Um, they're down. They're frustrated. And you do those kind of – you do those plays to change the whistle, so to speak, or maybe get the calls or to get some emotion going on. You know, um, he's not a guy that is – angry like that you know he ended up apologizing later but to get ejected in the third quarter there near the end um it's a he's a big guy taking a big swing he doesn't mean to hit um uh, i think it was pain there in the face um pain sold it the way he's supposed to sell it like if he got up right away it would have been no big deal um i don't understand the calls of flagrant one flagrant two anymore i don't know what they're trying to do with the game you can have an aggressive foul. You can call it what it is. But if that's LeBron, he's not getting kicked out. Um, if that's Giannis, you know, probably not getting kicked out. Um, and we can talk a bit about, like, KD and some of the superstars and the calls, the way the officiating is. But to get back to, to Joker, he's not a malicious player. Um, it's just one of those game-changing fouls. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. What is the NBA trying to do? Get rid of any kind of contact like that? Like, we're just so soft. I don't know what you think of that. Yeah, but I, I think it's just they're done anyway. They're going to get swept. They got outplayed. Um, it's all good. This is supposed to happen in sport. And then Booker's supposed to show up with his team and back him up like that and act tough. I loved it. When Joker, did you see Joker going, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Like, it's just part of the game. It, off, you know, he apologized, which I hated that he did. But, you know, that's that's the way things are th these days. Um, he tapped him on the shoulder, and it's all good. But to get ejected, that's just trash. Uh, yeah, and this is something where we're going to agree. Um, and he was, he was making a, a play for the ball, in my opinion. But he was a bit uh, too aggressive, obviously, and like you said, it was yeah. it was going to be a, a statement play. Uh, the refs getting involved to do that in a game four, uh, with your season on the line, you're kicking out the MVP of the league, your best player on the team. It's in the third quarter when it was only like I don't know the point spread, but it wasn't that far. I, w I was tuned into the game. Uh, yeah, it, w it wasn't that far of a spread. Like Denver had energy. Michael Porter Jr. was was hitting shots. No heating pad last night. Uh, 
they looked they looked like they were they weren't going to give up, and that's what the Denver team did last year. Uh, we saw them they come back from a three one deficit against the Clippers. Uh, you know they, they've been in that situation before, and I know teams come back from three zero. I know that, but that's a team that won't give up. They don't have Jamal, but it, I don't know. It, it didn't feel right for the refs to get involved that way, and we'll, we'll chat about the refs a little later on, like refereeing in sport we can chat about that topic every week as seems like what we do but yeah uh, it is a big part of, of sport obviously um but yeah just the way that they gave him a two why not just give him a one and leave it leave it there and uh let them play on and you know have the moment and uh let, let the players compete because that's 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 who what we're tuning into we're tuning in to watch these stars play and uh the refs kind of took that away i think a little bit from us um, yeah, you gotta you gotta protect those guys, and you gotta make uh, uh, give them the calls that everyone's getting. You know, I know LeBron has surpassed. You know, again, uh, is he the probably second best player to ever play the game? Sure, second best in my opinion. Um, maybe not even second, but like these guys that are the superstars. If you're a top ten player, you gotta protect guys like KD. You're affecting. Again, we're going to get into the officiating. I know you want to talk some stuff that happened in baseball too, but the, these guys are dictating the game flow. Um, and I've been telling you all year, the way they stop the play at the end, the way they're reviewing everything, some things they don't even review because they're like, oh, no, they missed that. That was a foul. So they won't even go back and look at it. So I just think there's a lot of inconsistencies. It always existed, um, but – that's that's something that's just it's just a hard foul. You give them a flagrant, which is what they always used to do. Which flagrant one was just like a violent hard foul. You know, guy gets to shoot, and then they get the ball. That's the punishment. You kick him out. Um, that's just that's just that's just funny to me. Agreed. Uh, now, not to discredit the Suns. I mean, the Suns look great. They're kind of my favorite now. Um, or my team I'm cheering for, I guess. Now I'd like to see them them win. You bought uh, a jersey? Bought, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with an eight in jersey. No, nice. no, no, no jersey. But uh, um, I just want to real quick before we chat about the uh, the makeup of the Suns and what they're doing and then the, and then the, uh, the Bucks. We have from last year, so there was a, in the NHL last year, Vegas, Tampa Bay, and the New York Islanders and the Dallas Stars were the four teams in the final four in the NHL. Now, this year, looking at the NHL, we have Vegas, Tampa Bay, the New York Islanders, and Corey Perry, who was on the uh, Dallas Stars last year, now on Montreal. Right. Um, and so we have three of the four teams. Essentially, it doesn't matter about Corey Perry. That was just a funny little gif or a funny little meme. Uh, but yeah. essentially, three of the four teams from last year in the NHL are back in that final four where we look at the NBA – we have two of eight teams making it to the second round from last year. Um, and that would be uh, Denver being one of them. And so uh, first off, it's kind of interesting to look at because all we've heard from people and LeBron is the rest. They didn't have enough rest. They finished their season on October 11th, 2020. And the first preseason game of, uh, of the next season was December 11th, 2020. So exactly two months later, um, and that, honestly, I was a bit surprised because it does sound longer than I thought it'd be. Like you could go away for four weeks. You could go, you know, go to your, yeah. whatever. I mean, I know it was COVID, but you could literally go on vacation with your family for four weeks and do nothing. Come yeah. back, come back to, uh, Los Angeles and, uh, get in the weight room, get back on the court. You got four weeks to get conditioned again. 
and then you get into your i mean the training camps and all that stuff and then your preseason which and i know in hockey they don't really play their stars all the time uh and i don't know about basketball i didn't really watch preseason basketball but you kind of ease back into into things I mean, I guess you're right. I'm mean, not you're right, but I guess LeBron being 36, 37, however old he is. I mean, it is probably tougher on the body, but it it kind of discredits that argument of there's not enough rest, and that's what people are saying. Oh, two of eight teams in the second round, all Miami didn't have enough rest, Lakers didn't have enough rest. Like, it's it does just doesn't sit well with me anymore after seeing. Okay, the NHL had a short off season too, but the best yeah. teams that the best teams have emerged into the uh, the final four. Now you can argue about Montreal and the Islanders, but uh, obviously, those teams are, are and and the format. I guess the biggest thing in the NHL will be the format, saying the North Division, whatever. People are saying we'll, we'll find out when we'll chat about the Montreal and Vegas uh, preview. Uh, but and I just want to get your thoughts on like this is me discrediting LeBron a bit, who I've I've pumped up because of uh, I feel like I have to counter all the hate. But uh, I just want to do you have any thoughts on like the rest times and and the difference well, in the NHL and NBA? Look, shift gears here. We got Montreal Vegas tonight. Tonight in Vegas. Montreal in the I'll call it the conference final, but it's I know it's a semifinal. Uh, I just want to set the stage for you a little bit and get and get the wheels turning for you. This yeah. is this is a series that I think Montreal will make it closer than what people think it sh- should be, and we've already they've already turned heads. They've already surprised people. I mean, there's there's no question they've they've overachieved their ex- expectations. My biggest worry with Montreal, and I know they're they're kind of being called Canada's team. Great, I want the country to get get behind them. I want to see a big support. You have Montreal going into Vegas tonight. I don't know if you've seen the the Vegas goals or the goal horn or yeah. the the building yeah. erupt. You see them in Game Seven against the Wild. The building yeah. was going insane, um, and then again. Uh, last series the every every time they score the building's nuts it's almost i don't know if it's full capacity but it certainly looks it yeah montreal has not played in front of a visitor's crowd i won't count the winnipeg um however like what 500 people whatever it was i won't count that um they haven't played in front of a crowd in almost what is it almost two years one year over a year and a half maybe whatever it is yeah you got Montreal, who's got co- kids. I'll just call them kids. You know who I'm talking about: Kokanemi, Suzuki, Caulfield. Um, you got, yep. and then even Romanov. I don't know if he's in the lineup, but anyway, you got a young team going into the building. If they get behind a few goals tonight, that's it. They're, game one's done. Like, I, yeah, you you're not coming back from these kids never being exposed to this environment, getting just yelled at. Like, just it's gonna go crazy. Um. That is probably the biggest hurdle Montreal has right now is the environment that they're going to be playing in that they have not seen. I think Kerry's good. He'll block it out. He's a, he's a professional. Corey Perry, he's a professional. He's been there before. He's done this. He's been booed. He's been whatever. He's professional. Weber, same thing. Weber's going to be all right, calm. It's keeping those kids uh, to Foley. I don't know how. I mean, I guess he's won a cup with, with LA. But it's keeping all these guys calm in the moment and especially in a game one. I don't know. They they haven't been behind in seven games. So yeah. obviously they have, they've won seven straight, and they haven't been losing at any point in that stretch. You go down a goal or two tonight, I don't see them climbing back out of it. But uh, anyway, I want to set the stage for you, Montreal Vegas. Think, yeah. Go ahead. I well, I think it's pretty obvious to say that they got to score first. That seems to be what's working for them, right? Like, take the crowd out of it right now. 
the Habs can't play from behind. They need to strike first. They need to score a bunch of goals, like two to three, or at least three. And then they need Carey Price to, to do his thing. Um, I think the I think Montreal has proven to have just ice cold like 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 snow ice flowing through their veins. Like they don't really care. Like Gallagher and these guys, I don't think care about anything. They actually uh, really believe in themselves and they believe in the, the the kids and they believe in the team that they have. That being said, um, this is where they have to pay Stahl and Perry and Toffoli and these guys to 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 calm people down when when the golden uh, the golden pom poms are shaking and like the the fireworks are going off and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, this this team Montreal has probably like they went through the Leafs that wasn't easy. They went through Winnipeg even though they swept them. I didn't think that was easy. This is now again their toughest test, and they already went through like two teams <laughs> I thought would knock out Montreal no problem, right? Yeah. But this is Vegas. This is a true like Western Conference team, you know, which I would always argue always has somehow the stronger pool of people. Um, I think both teams uh, play with four lines, right? We can agree that they play with like four strong lines. Um, but what, what I thought was interesting when I was reading earlier is that Montreal is the best defensive team remaining. They have uh, 2.18 goals against per game, which is was great to hear. Yeah, you have patches now coming back against Montreal. I don't really care about that storyline. I don't think it really matters too much, right? Um, but the, the thing that matters is Patch Ray, since he's been back, he's got a point per game. You know, he's consistent. You have yeah. another matchup, which I'm liking, is Deneau versus Stone. Um, Deneau has, uh, has shown, like, you know, uh, he, can, he can lock down Matthews and uh, Marner. He was, he was supposed to lock down Shifley. Um, there's, there's guys like that line. I think he's with Gallagher and Lykanen, maybe. I think, yeah. No, Gallagher and Lykanen. That, that line is, is just out to shut down, uh, shut down people. They're, they don't care about anything, it seems. Um, but there is, there is that Vegas second line in Vegas that I've been watching. The only reason I know about them is because I've got the fantasy players that didn't do it. Like Marcia so had one one goal or maybe one point, let's call it, in that first series. Now all of a sudden Marceau, Carlson, and Riley are heating up. I have all three of those players, so that's like my line. I want that line to work. Um, I heard that they were called the misfit lines, which is fine. Um, But, again, Perry and Stahl have battled in, like, you know, they're tested veterans. Um, That's why they're really on the team you saw. That was a difference maker for Winnipeg and Toronto. You know, Perry showing up in front of the net. They always make fun of how, like, he's slow and he's not very fast. Well, he's smart, and he's been there before. He doesn't care about the pom-poms, I don't think. That's going to be the difference, though, right? Because when you're actually there, you, you may not know how you're going to, you know, react to it. Um, the other thing is with Vegas, um, I know I'm kind of all over the place, but I'm just kind of giving you my breakdown in my head here, like that Vegas has always been known to have not very good defense. Well, now they got portrayed. Petrangelo, you know, um, they, they got a defenseman um, against, uh, you know, Carey Price, who's got, let me see, I wrote this down, not a 935 save percentage and a 1.97 goals against. 
and then you got Flurry across the, the other side of the rink. Like this is a beautiful matchup when you look at it on paper, right? Yeah. Um, and you're hoping that you're hoping that these injuries do not affect Montreal because that's the other thing is that yeah, you're talking nerves, you're talking crowd. That's that's great, but also like Montreal doesn't have Petrie, they don't have Evans, they don't have couple other guys and I think Vegas is pretty much healthy um, so I don't know like again you got to win that first game and you got to score first what or, you're saying or is, the other is, way around is, I guess. Perry's got to go out and do what he did in, in Toronto in game one he's got it he's got to take out let's see <laughs> got to take out stone or something yeah knee him yeah. in the head or something I don't know if I mentioned this to you or maybe even on the show last episode but um I, I like to think of this series as uh Vegas has a similar makeup to Montreal they're basically Montreal on steroids and and I know like this is where it, it doesn't really matter but Vegas doesn't really have a star. And I know you're going to say, well, Pacioretty and Stone. Yeah, these guys are great. But Pacioretty might be, what, 33, 32? Like, you put him on Tampa Bay, he's probably not the – he's not – you know, he doesn't top Stamkos or Kucherov. Um, yeah. Stone, Stone, on the other hand, yeah, maybe I'll, I'd say Stone is your star. But I like – I'm just trying to dumb it down. They play a systems offense. And that's where, you, where you're talking about the second line is is having success. Marcia So Carlson, these guys are having success – because it's a systems offense. It's not, oh, we need Matthews to score tonight, or we need Kucherov to get uh, two goals tonight. It's yeah. the, te- the team is what is, and Petrangelo on the back end, I saw he has seven assists, I think. He, like The team is coming together, and this is what Montreal is. There's no, hey, uh, we need, uh, you know, Suzuki, we need you to get three goals. Like, there's not none of that. Sidney Crosby, and, go score, And those whatever. kids, those kids have now earned it, and they're not a defensive rel- uh, liability, and I never understood why they did that that first game. Here they are. That line is crazy, man. Suzuki and those boys, like they yeah. don't care. They want to win and they want to play hard. I just pulled up the daily face-off line combinations. It looks like Petrie is out. I don't know if you have an injury update for for us, but it looks like Petrie's not in the lineup. Romanov looks like he's stepping in. Um, and then I did see Evans has flown with the team to Vegas. Uh, that means nothing. He could you know watch from the press box yeah. and, and stuff like that. But it is nice to hear that he is with the team. He's doing well. Tavares did the same thing. He was with Toronto, right? But um, yeah. it is good to see him up up and, and going after that hit with Shifley. Don't think we'll see him play in this playoff, but uh, at least he's with the team for morale. Um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this series. I do think, uh, I do think you know, it, to continue on that theme of uh, the Montreal on steroids, uh, you got Fleury and Price. I, I take Fleury, uh, Price sorry, over Fleury, but Fleury has been better than what he was in pittsburgh he's a top goalie in uh, you know for all time for me he's definitely one of the top 10 top five maybe all time so the vegas is a good team no doubt they're exempt from this expansion draft with seattle we can talk about that you know after the playoffs are done uh this team's going to be good for a few more years they have a window here where they can really make some noise um that being all said i love the underdog and montreal has been an underdog the since they've you know since last bubble last year they've been an underdog and they they took out Pittsburgh and Sidney Crosby I like the underdog here I'm gonna you know if I was betting money on this and you're gonna say whatever you want about it I would pick Vegas in six but you know that's Montreal getting two games on them uh but Habs in six bud you're calling Habs in six best defensive team remaining one of the best goaltenders in the league Here's another stat. Montreal has more shorthanded goals than other teams' power plays. Um, I just think, 
like again, if the right thing clicks um, and they score early, and they get the crowd out of it. Um, you know, they're just they seem to be grinding and working. I don't know. Like I'd be talking about the same things if Colorado made it. I think either way, Colorado Vegas are going to be real big tests for um, for Montreal. But uh, right now, I just don't want to count them out. I want to keep riding the wave. I counted them out against. Um, the Leafs kind of in between like, you know, my uh, inner monologue and underneath my breath, you know, I still said Montreal in seven, but I was like, I don't know. You know what I mean? So (laughs) I don't even know why they're the underdog other than they weren't, they weren't as good as Vegas throughout the year. But if you just look at the playoffs, you know, I think they, they're evenly matched for all the reasons that we discussed earlier. So who knows? I mean, this could be a Vegas sweep for all I know, but on paper, it looks it looks pretty good and looks like again, um, maybe they're the Phoenix Suns. Well, not really, but they're they're a team that's locked, and they're they're a team where um, they're playing together well. You know, there's not yeah. really, it's not really a good example to maybe compare to the Suns because the Suns have two superstars. You know, that stand out. But you get what I'm saying. Montreal is just a team uh, right now. Um, if they win the cup, it doesn't count but it feels really good and you get some bragging rights. Absolutely. Um, and, uh, you know, they, Montreal's made this story, uh, made the playoffs a bit more exciting for me. Basketball, um, hasn't been all that exciting for me with, you know, just kind of the assumption of how well the nets are going to do now. That's, I know that's changed now, but, uh, you could kind of, you know, make it, if, if they're healthy, there's no question they should win. So it was kind of locked, but, uh, I'd like to say Montreal has made this playoff uh, a lot more exciting for me personally as a as a fan of the of the game, and we'll see what happens tonight. Um, Isaac, thanks for uh, for chatting today. We'll we'll cut her off here. Maybe we'll uh, touch base after uh, game one here. And we'll we'll discuss further. Sounds good. All right. Have a great Go day, abs. guys, and uh, chat later.